0: This is Lifespring, number 77. Welcome. We got a good show today. So let's get on with it. Hi there. This is Steve Webb and this is The LifeSpring Podcast, and I am so glad you're here. Today, my friends, we've got a couple of things we're going to talk about. We've got an Ask Steve question to address, and we're going to discuss prayer for just a short time today. As always, there's some really, really great music, too. Please remember that all the contact information is at the end of today's show and in the ID3 tags as well. Also, all the song credits are at the end of the show, and so that is where you should go to find all the good information. I played a song from our first artist on the Weekend Music Show this last weekend. And by the way, thanks for your very kind emails about the lovely Lady Leanne. She really hates hearing her own voice, like a lot of people do. And so it was like pulling teeth to get her to come in here the other night and, and record. But uh, So if you keep your, your good comments coming, uh, maybe we'll be able to get her back. Anyway, as I said... The first artist that um, we're going to play today Was on the Weekend Music Show Her name's Carrie Crocker And her timing is absolutely perfect She sent this song to me As I was prepping the show today Listen to what she said She said, I call it my storytelling song You have to listen to the whole thing To get the meaning and to figure out Who it is that's telling the story Let me know what you think If you can guess whose perspective it is from
1: What if my dream my hopes became Searching Time supposed to
0: The song is from Jesus' mom, Mary, from her perspective. Now, here's why Carrie's timing is so perfect in sending this song to me. You see, that song was so perfectly timed because just last week, I got an email from a listener by the name of Cuffy and Cuffy is in Pennsylvania. The email said, after Jesus died, whatever happened to Mary, his mother, and how did she die, and what is the mystery about it all? You see, I was planning on answering this email today, and so when Carrie sent this song to me about Mary, um, it just really touched my heart. I, it made me really know that God is truly in this, um, He's done this so many times in my life. I I teach Sunday school at church, and uh, there are many times where uh, what I teach is so perfectly in tune with what the pastor later on uh, preaches about that uh, it just blows me away. Uh, My pastor and I don't ever talk about what I'm teaching in Sunday school or what he's preaching about. And uh, there's been so many times that God has done this. And so um, that is another, to me, example of just the reality of God and how um, perfect his timing is. So, Cuffy, let me say, first of all, uh, thank you for writing to ask me this. But before I answer, let me just go over some of the background. What do we know about Mary? Well, the only reliable information we really have is what scripture tells us. So, From Scripture, we know these things. And by the way, I'll put all the Scripture texts in the show notes. Well, first off, Mary was the wife of Joseph and the mother of Jesus, who was conceived within her by the Holy Spirit when she was still a virgin. She's often called the Virgin Mary, though never in Scripture are those two words put together as a proper name. So you'll never see that phrase in Scripture, the Virgin Mary. Now, little is known of her personal history. Her genealogy is given in Luke chapter 3. She was of the tribe of Judah and the lineage of David. This is the same David who, of course, slew Goliath when he was a little shepherd boy and who later became the king of Israel. She was connected by marriage with Elizabeth, who was the mother of John the Baptist. And Elizabeth was of the lineage of Aaron. Aaron was the spokesperson for Moses. Now while Mary resided at Nazareth with her parents, before she became the wife of Joseph, the angel Gabriel announced to her that she was to be the mother of the promised Messiah. After this, she went to visit her cousin Elizabeth who was living with her husband Zacharias in the neighborhood of Maon at a considerable distance, about 100 miles from Nazareth so that was an enormous journey in those days now immediately on entering the house she was saluted by Elizabeth as the mother of her Lord and then immediately gave her the hymn of thanksgiving that you can read about in Luke after three months Mary returned to Nazareth to her own home Now, Joseph was supernaturally made aware of her condition. An angel came to him and and told him what was going on. And after quite a bit of consternation on Joseph's part, he took her to his own home when he finally realized that this was from God. Soon after this, the decree of Augustus required that they should proceed to Bethlehem, some 80 or 90 miles from Nazareth, While there, they found shelter in the inn provided for strangers. But since the inn was crowded, Mary had to retire to a place among the cattle. And there she brought forth her son, who was called Jesus, because he was to save his people from their sins. Now, this was followed by the presentation in the temple. After he was born, he was taken to the temple, as all Jewish boys were done. After the presentation in the temple, they ran to Egypt, and their return in the following year and residence at Nazareth was after that. Now there in Nazareth for 30 years, Mary, the wife of Joseph the carpenter, resides. During these years, only one event in the history of Jesus is recorded, and that is his going up to Jerusalem when he was 12 years of age with his parents and being found among the doctors in the temple. Probably also during this period, Joseph died for he is not mentioned again in scripture. Now, after the commencement of Jesus' public ministry, little notice is taken of Mary. She was present at the marriage in Cana. A year and a half after this, we find her at Capernaum, where Christ uttered the memorable words, who was my mother and who are my brothers? And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, behold, my mother and my brethren. So there he was um, showing that the people that he was devoted to at that time was his disciples. The next time we find Mary is at the cross along with her sister, who was also named Mary and Mary Magdalene and Salome and other women. While he was on the cross, Jesus asked John the disciple, the one who wrote the book of John and who also wrote the uh, the book of Revelation. Jesus asked John to care for Mary as his own mother. And so Jesus was thinking about her. Jesus was concerned about her care, and he asked John, who was also known as the disciple that Jesus loved, to take care of her after he died. And from that hour, John took her to live with him. Now we see Mary in the upper room after Jesus ascended to heaven. And this is where the Holy Spirit comes and fills the believers with boldness in sharing the good news. On that day, over 5,000 came to believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Now from this time, she completely disappears from public notice. The time and the manner of her death, therefore, are unknown. We do know that Mary had other children. Mary's other sons included uh, Joseph or Joseph, James, Judas, and Simon. There were evidently sisters as well, but they're unnamed. So these are the only facts that we know. Evidently, God didn't consider it important for us to know the details of Mary's life, or He would have given us more. We do know that Mary was a truly blessed person and one who must have loved God in a very, very special way, or she would not have been chosen to be the one to carry Jesus and bring him into the world. Anyone who's chosen by God to do a work is blessed. To be used by God is a marvelous thing, and it's something that every believer can experience. There was only one who would carry Jesus, but anyone willing to follow God's leading can be a tool in his hands. You only need to be willing. Then you ask him to show you what he wants you to do. And don't put conditions on your request. He'll not ask you to do something that he's not prepared you for. And it will change your life. I promise. And it will be for the good. So Cuffy, I hope that answers your question. And I hope you found that uh, uh, enlightening. I'm glad that you asked me. And anybody else that has a question... You can send your questions to steve.lifespring at gmail.com. This song is from a guy in Australia. I don't often play instrumentals, but when I listened to this and read his comments, I really wanted to share it with you. So here's what he had to say. He said, Hi, my name's Rory. I'm from Bribie Island, north of Brisbane, Australia. I've been playing guitar for around seven to eight years. I've grown up playing in church and at youth groups and just jamming with friends. As well as guitar, I play drums, bass, a little keys, plus a couple of other things that aren't really worth mentioning at the moment. I've never really been in a band. Had a stint for about two months with a band, but that all fell apart. All good. Life goes on. Sweet. Well, I hope you like what you hear. If you don't, all good. I'll live. Cheers. So this is Rory O'Connell with Free. that nice Rory O'Donnell with free now on to prayer I'm only going to share this story with you as an illustration I'm not really going to go into depth today on prayer I just want to share this with you take it a little easy today a voyaging ship was wrecked during a storm at sea and only two of the men on it were able to swim to a small desert-like island The two survivors, not knowing what else to do, agreed that they had no other recourse but to pray to God. However, to find out whose prayer was more powerful, they agreed to divide the territory between them and stay on opposite sides of the island. The first thing they prayed for was food. The next morning, the first man saw a fruit-bearing tree on his side of the island, and he was able to eat its fruit the other man's parcel of land remained barren after a week the first man was lonely and decided to pray for a wife the next day another ship was wrecked and the only survivor was a woman who swam to his side of the land on the other side of the island there was nothing soon the first man prayed for a house clothes, more food. The next day, like magic, all of these were given to him. However, the second man still had nothing. Finally, the first man prayed for a ship so that he and his wife could leave the island. In the morning, he found a ship docked at his side of the island. The first man boarded the ship with his wife and decided to leave the second man on the island. He considered the other man unworthy to receive God's blessings, since none of his prayers had been answered. As the ship was about to leave, the first man heard a voice from heaven booming, "'Why are you leaving your companion on the island?' My blessings are mine alone, since I was the one who prayed for them, the first man answered. His prayers were all unanswered, and so he does not deserve anything. You're mistaken, the voice rebuked him. He had only one prayer which I answered. If not for that, you would not have received any of my blessings. Tell me, the first man asked the voice, what did he pray for that I should owe him anything? He prayed that all your prayers be answered. For all we know, our blessings are not the fruits of our prayers alone, but those of another praying for us. What you do for others is more important than what you do for yourself. 24 seconds.
2: I got a gun! I got a gun!
0: Yes, there's guns and deadly nerve gas. 24 seconds, the show that will keep you on the edge of your seat as our hero desperately tries to stop the terrorists from destroying the world before the final deadly. (laughs) How did you like that? 24 was on again tonight. And uh, so I'm up late again tonight. And I thought maybe I'd just uh, do a special little thing for you there with 24 seconds. Hey, write me or send me an audio comment to steve.lifespring at gmail.com or call me at 206-350-CALL. And that includes, of course, questions for the Ask Steve feature. Show notes are at lifespringpodcast.com. Go check them out. They're brand new with a great new look. Feel free to put your comments there. You'll see that after uh, each show entry, there's a comments link. You'll need to register, but that's mainly just, well, that's only to keep spammers out. Um, I won't use your email address for anything. I won't use any of the information you leave there for anything. Just looking for comments. Um, Music today was by Carrie Crocker. The name of the song was uh, What If? And uh, she's on the Podsafe Music Network now. And uh, the great guitar solo was done by Rory O'Donnell. I found him at GarageBand.com. And, of course, links to all the music is at LifespringPodcast.com, the show notes page. Also, the scriptures that uh, kind of back up everything that I talked about today on Mary, all of the scriptures will be there as well. Remember, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your sex. It doesn't matter your station in life. Jesus said, Who do you say that I am? Life Spring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. I'm Steve Webb, and I'm your host, and I'll see you next time. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest, served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery. Podshow and Limelight.